Hi there. I'm Mark Swallow, and I'm glad you are joining me for today's God Is podcast. Let's get started learning who God is. Thank you for joining me today from wherever you are and by however you listen as we meet together coast to coast here in the United States and all the way around the world. As you know, if you were with us yesterday, and I certainly hope that you were, we are on the scene of a murder. We find ourselves out in a field and we have come upon the body who has been identified as Abel. He has been killed and the suspect has been identified and confirmed to be none other than Abel's blood brother, the man Cain. Cain is guilty of the murder of Abel. Who says? Who decided this? What judge is there or jury that has come to this conclusion? Well, the judge and the jury is God himself. God, who sees all and knows all perfectly, speaks to us in the Bible Genesis 4, 8, and he says, Cain told Abel his brother, and it came about when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel his brother and killed him. And last time we learned, this was premeditated murder in the first degree. And how do we know that Cain planned to kill Abel in advance? The evidence lies in the Hebrew language, which is the original language of the Old Testament. In my Bible, verse 8 is written in two sentences. It is this first sentence that interests us. Cain told Abel his brother. We read that and it strikes us as kind of odd. Wait, Cain told Abel his brother what exactly? Did Cain say to Abel, I am going to kill you or prepare to die? Well, the English translation leaves Cain's words open to that or some other interpretation. But when we follow Hebrew language scholars, such as our friends H.C. Leupold and Merrill Unger, we find that a better translation is this. And Cain said to Abel his brother, let us go into the field, or let us go into the country. We also find such a translation in the Greek Septuagint, the Samaritan Pentateuch, and the Latin Vulgate. And Cain said to Abel his brother, let us go into the field, or let us go into the country. Ah, knowing that, we return to the English and read, and it came about when they were in the field, that Cain rose up against Abel his brother and killed him. And now all of verse 8 makes much more sense. What is it that Cain told Abel his brother? He told him, let's go into the field. And obviously, Abel went with his older brother, unaware this decision would result in his death. Cain has suggested the field so that no one else would be there. Cain pre-planned his attack. Cain should be charged with premeditated murder in the first degree. I am not done with the murderer Cain, but let's pause here today and talk about the victim, Abel. The Bible actually has quite a bit to say about Abel. Recently, we discovered all that the book of Hebrews chapter 11 has to say about him. In Luke's gospel, chapter 11 and verses 49 through 52, we learned that Abel was a prophet and Abel was the first martyr. He is the first person to die as a result of having faith in God. Jesus tells us so. 
In Luke 11, at verse 45, our Lord is having a back and forth with a lawyer, an expert in the Mosaic law. As usual, the lawyer, that is a scribe, is trying to trap the Lord because the scribes were deeply distraught with whom Jesus claimed to be, God, and all that Christ did and taught. At this point, the lawyer feels insulted. He says he is insulted in Luke eleven forty five. Jesus cuts him no slack and says, Woe to you, lawyers! And then Jesus brings up how the forefathers of these scribes killed the prophets. These would be the Old Testament prophets we read about in our Bibles. That's background. Now listen to Christ in Luke chapter 11, verses 49 through 52. For this reason also the wisdom of God said, I will send to them prophets and apostles, and some of them they will kill, and some they will persecute, so that the blood of all the prophets shed since the foundation of the world may be charged against this generation." From the blood of Abel to the blood of Zechariah, who is killed between the altar and the house of God, yes, I tell you, it shall be charged against this generation. Woe to you, lawyers. That's Luke 11, verses 49 through 52. If you would like to read that for yourself, which I highly recommend, Luke eleven forty-nine through 52. Jesus speaks of the blood of the prophets. They were murdered. They were persecuted. And Jesus goes back to the foundation of the world. That is the beginning. Specifically, he says, from the blood of Abel to the blood of Zechariah. Abel that we read about at the beginning of the Old Testament in Genesis. And Zechariah that we read about at the end of the Old Testament. From the beginning to the end of the Old Testament, these men were persecuted because of their faith in God and ultimately killed for that faith. They are martyrs. When we think carefully about Abel, indeed, he was a man of great faith in God. And Cain, being jealous of that faith, the faith that Cain did not possess... Cain slays Abel. Abel was a prophet and the first martyr. Says who? Jesus. That's who. This reminds me powerfully of 1 John chapter 3 and verse 12. Listen as I read 1 John 3 verse 12. Cain, who was of the evil one and slew his brother, and for what reason did he slay him? because his deeds were evil, and his brothers were righteous. That is a good verse to write in the margin of your Bible or in that Bible app. Jot down 1 John 3, 12, next to Genesis 4, 8. Abel is the genuine, righteous child of God. Abel is the man of faith who is dead, and he is dead at the hands of Cain, the persecutor. As Robert Harbash puts it, quote, Cain slew Abel, but sin slew Cain. I will give that to you again. It is succinct and true. Cain slew Abel, but sin slew Cain. 
There is a second thing I want to say about the one who is murdered, Abel, and that is that I believe Abel was a good and faithful younger brother. In our verse, Genesis 4-8, notice that Abel went willingly with Cain out into that field. Abel knew of Cain's anger, and yet he went anyway. And I suspect, admitting this is my suspicion, that on the way to the field and once in the field, that Abel spoke to Cain about repentance. He tried to talk his older brother out of sin. Maybe their voices were raised as Abel tried to passionately persuade, and as Cain would have none of it. Cain dug in, obstinate in his sin, nurturing his rage. We know that Abel was righteous. We know that Abel worshipped God in a way that was very pleasing and acceptable to God. So it makes sense that Abel would have tried to convince his brother to return to God, to seek God's forgiveness and reconciliation. It seems to me highly probable that Abel's heart's desire was that Cain would give over his anger to God and allow God to transform that emotion and set Cain free of it. So he proceeds into the field. How about you, righteous ones listening in today? Those of you who are saved by faith alone in Christ alone? You, dear Christian, have you tried to persuade someone you love away from sin? Have you gone on a walk in the field or the woods with a brother, a sister, a parent, or a child? And have you urged them to repent of their sin before God, to seek the forgiveness of Christ, to give up their anger or whatever their sin is, and to invite God's transforming ministry of grace in their lives? We do have to be wise and discerning about how we have that walk and talk with some people we love and care about. It can be unwise to be alone with some people, particularly the angry those in rage, the jealous, the abusive, and the unpredictable. But still, we persist in drawing people back to God. I think Abel did that for his brother. It is interesting and should be noted how often this chapter of Genesis 4 highlights the bond brothers are meant to have. In Genesis 4, verses 2, 8, 9, 10, and 11, we read, his brother Abel, or Abel his brother, or Abel your brother, when God speaks again. Look up these references for yourself and see Genesis chapter 4, verses 2, 8, 9, 10, and 11. At the scene of the murder in the field, this is what we know about the victim Abel. And verse 8 ends, Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and killed him. The phrase, rose up against, does not mean that Cain stood up from a sitting position. It means that Cain attacked. He arose in a hostile sense, is how H.C. Leupold says it. Fueled by all that anger, Cain kills. This is what our death investigation has revealed. As always, both then and now, murder is a tragedy, one human life taken by another human life. God says, do not murder, and yet on and on the killing goes. 
Will God have mercy on Cain? We will see. May God have mercy on us in our anger-fueled, murder-infested society in which we live. Let us pray the forensic pathologists will be the ones who need to find other work. I pray that you will join me and all these other listeners tomorrow as we continue to discover who God is. Thank you for listening to this God Is podcast. Drop me an email and tell me what you think. Mark at GodIsMinistry.org That's Mark at GodIsMinistry.org Please do share this with others and be sure and join me for the next one.